Truly, the Lord is good. We do honor God, the Spirit of Christ, our pastor. All the saints of the most high God, we thank God for this time, this opportunity to stand before his people, so noble and so great. And while you're yet standing, if you don't mind, would you turn to the book of Zechariah, the 13th chapter, verse 1 and 2. I love to have charge. <laughs> Some people go to church. But I like to have charge. Yeah, <laughs> Charchy <you>? charge. <laughs> Zechariah, the 13th chapter, <laughs> verses 1 and 2. Oh, and I did it in the NLT, so sorry. <laughs> On that day, a fountain will be opened for the dynasty of David and for the people of Jerusalem. A fountain to cleanse them from all their sins and impurity. And on that day, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will erase idol worship throughout the land so that even the names of the idols will be forgotten. I will remove from the land both the false prophets and the spirit of impurity that came with them. Mm -hmm. And if I were used for a thought today, it would be lose all your guilt and shame. Lose all your guilt and shame. Father, we thank you for this time, this hour, for this word. We pray that every heart be receptive unto the word of life in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh Father, that they would come to know that you have already set them free and loose them from the bands of wickedness. We pray today that every yoke of bondage be broken in the name of Jesus. We pray for strength. We pray that you will undertake right now in the name of Jesus. Look upon those that are weak and feeble, that are ready to die. We ask that you strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. We're going to bless you today for all that you're doing and everything you have completed in our lives. We thank you for the victory, the profound victory that you have given to every believer yeah. in the name of Jesus. We realize today not one weapon that has ever formed oh, against yeah. us shall be able to prosper in the name of Jesus. We will even in our weakness we are yet made strong and we come to know we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We are thanking you today God because we've become confident in you knowing that we are able to conquer and to stand to endure in the name of Jesus. We realize our confidence is in you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this great man of God. We ask you to continue to increase him, bless him, multiply unto him in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And every home that's represented here today, God, bless it indeed and lodge it for your glory yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Keep all manner of evil away in the name of Jesus. Yes. And we're going to give you glory Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You Amen. may be seated in the presence of the Lord. At the end of the day, guilt-free living is really about living regret-free. Mm -hmm. It means that you are living a well-lived life because you are not allowing your past to be in front of you. Mm -hmm. 
You are doing your best to achieve your dreams and not allowing fear or self-doubt to stop you. The difference between shame and guilt, guilt's message is, I did something bad and need justification and forgiveness. Now, shame's message is, I am bad and need an identity shift and relational connection. Mm -hmm. Sin leaves both in its aftermath and shame is what lingers even after forgiveness has been sought and granted. Mm -hmm. Shame feels like it's connected unto you, but guilt feels like something outside of you and it surrounds you. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about guilt. What is guilt? Guilt is an emotional discomfort you feel when you believe that you were responsible for something that offended or hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. Guilt can be legitimate. You may have made a mistake and you regret your words or actions causing you to feel guilty. Mm -hmm. However, there are times when guilty feelings are unwarranted meaning unjustifiable. You may have taken on guilt for something you didn't do or something you did that was actually wrong or doing something under the influence of something such as alcohol, drugs, or under the power of an unclean spirit. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Mark 9, 9, verse 17 and 18, King James. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, mm-hmm. I have brought unto thee my son, which have a dumb spirit. Mm. And wheresoever he taketh him, talking about the unclean spirit, wherever he takes my son, he tears him. Mm-hmm. And he foameth and gnashes with his teeth and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. Mm-hmm. When under the power of an unclean spirit, in a hundred ways, he tears them. Mm. He throws them down, and he stops their intelligent speech Mm. and sends them wallowing and foaming in sin. Mm. And people say, oh, people can quit doing what they're doing if they made up their mind. But if an unclean spirit is on the inside, Mm -hmm. he is in control at all times. Mm -hmm. It's not until he is cast out, then that person becomes free and clear of all demonic forces. Uh So no one but Jesus can do helpless, can do helpless sinners any good. Mm -hmm. Even disciples fail. Mm. No priest can offer sufficient sacrifice. Mm -hmm. No man can redeem his brother. Mm -hmm. Jesus said one thing, bring him to me. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Signs and symptoms of living with guilt. Mm -hmm. Depression. You have a poor Mm self-esteem. Self-harm. And strained relationships. Mm -hmm. These are just a few of the possible results of living in a guilt for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. 
To, make, to maintain good mental health, it is important to acknowledge guilty feelings and work towards forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. It's so easy, oh, I forgive you, I just moved on with my life, and you go home and you, you charge yourself. Amen. The first thing Jesus said on the cross is, Father, forgive them, mm -hmm. for they know not what they do. Okay. He was talking about you so that you can say it to yourself. Amen. Amen. Because you keep holding yourself in contempt. You keep holding yourself in char to, to charge. Nobody can charge you. Who can charge you but God? Mm -hmm. It is he that justifies. Mm -hmm. You can't even condemn yourself. Mm -hmm. Amen. Jesus came that we would be free. Come on, preacher. Sign, second thing is signs of guilt is weighing you down. It may include feeling unworthy. Oh, I just that way people want to bless you. I'm not worthy of that. They'll take it back. You, you just put yourself in a position of saying to God, I'm not worthy for, of you releasing blessings on my life. I got to finish punishing myself. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful, you're going to remove yourself out of the blessing realm of God, and it's nothing God can do. Mm -hmm. Peter came to the Jews and told them they're right. They told them they were unworthy. He said, since you counted yourself unworthy, we have to go to the Gentiles and give them what is rightfully yours. Mm -hmm. wow. So being paralyzed by the past, having unresolved issues, mm. struggling to forgive yourself, mm. acting defensive and distant, and feeling afraid of trying again. Mm. And that's what the enemy comes. He comes to put limitations on your life. There's no limitations on your life. Mm -hmm. Whom the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. Amen. Mm -hmm. God did not come to lock us up or confine us or put us in a box and say, come out. Jack in the box. He didn't call us Jack in the box. He took us out of the box. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful, you're going to find yourself attached to the box and not to the word of life. Mm -hmm. To live a full life, you must let go of your past mistakes. Come on. Well, you know, I, I did such and such, and I don't know if the Lord wants me. If you look at the lineage of God, where Jesus came from, he had all kind of tricked up folk in his past. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rahab, mm -hmm. the murderer David, the liar, the, back, the, the, the adulteress, that's what he was, all in one, and a murderer. Mm -hmm. All those things, and God still used them, mm -hmm. still blessed them. So who are you to hold you in contempt? What sentence, what charge can you charge yourself legally and rightfully? According to the laws of the land, you are condemned. But to Christ, who came to forgive and set free, you're not held responsible. So when people try to bring up your past, something you don't know what you I don't know what you're talking about. You did such a I'm not responsible for that. Amen. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean go and do what you want to do. I'm talking about when you did what you did and how you did what you did when you did that did that did that. You're no longer responsible for that when you come into the knowledge of Christ. Mm -hmm. You can't own up to something that God has forgiven you. Come on. Amen. Well, I think they being ignorant and rude because they know what they did to me. Okay. 
I'm going to acknowledge the fact that I did it, but I'm not charged for it. Amen. How to stop feeling guilty? First, accept and admit to yourself what you did wrong. Mm -hmm. Second, acknowledge that you regret your decision and wish you had acted differently. Mm -hmm. Three, consciously choose to let go of your guilt. Come on, come on. It sneaks up behind you and it, re it reminds you of something stupid. I mean, something so little mm -hmm. and something so meaningless. Because once you have asked God for forgiveness, you're not entitled to it any longer. It doesn't belong to you. You keep thinking, oh, you know, this is happening because I did this. That God's not paying you back. He got other things to do besides pay you back. He paid the price for you so that you would be free, not paying you back. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you feel like you're supposed to be punished. See, some people will not, I found out, people will not receive Christ because they said, he's too loving. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. Don't you need yeah. that in your life? No, I, I need to, I need somebody to make me own up to what I what I've done wrong. He did. He mm -hmm. took it from you. What you've done wrong, he now becomes responsible for what you've done wrong. Mm -hmm. So you're not entitled to it. You have to enjoy being free. Come on. So you have to let go of your guilt. You got to consciously mm -hmm. choose to let go of your guilt. Mm -hmm. You refuse to let guilt ride. Mm -hmm. You're on. not an Uber or Lyft. <laughs> <laughs> And when you do, God will let it go, and you will never be charged for it. Mm -hmm. You just got a free ride. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let me give you something. I got to give you something. <laughs> you don't have to give me anything. And people find that hard to believe that they don't have to give God anything but your life. Mm -hmm. Your yes and your blessings, your hallelujah, your praise. That's all he wants. Live right so that other people beside you or behind you can come in and know that you can live this life without any grudge. Come on, man. Isaiah 50, Isaiah 43 and 25. God said, I even I am he that blotted out thy transgressions for my own sake. Mm -hmm. And he said, I will not remember thy sins. You keep trying to make God remember what he forgot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God, you know, I'm you ask you one more time to forgive me of my sins. Man, what are you talking about? Forgive me. I was smoking and tweeting. Please. I asked you yesterday, but I still feel bad. He said, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? He said, I blotted out and I don't remember. You're trying to make God have a conversation about something that he's no longer in touch with. God says, if you admit, I will forget. The guilt isn't yours to carry. So keep reminding yourself that there's Nothing to do about it, but let it go. Mm -hmm. Just let guilt go. It's not yours. You keep it, you know, one more time. You got to go on these crazy fasts and, 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 and so God can hear you. He hear you. Amen. 
The moment you repent sincerely, he hears your heart. Well, I'm going to stay right here one more day until God answers. He doesn't answer you. <laughs> he answered you. He told Daniel, the day that you set your face before me, I came. The day you called, God sent me. So you are being heard, but the enemy fights you in the guilt area, in the rim of guilt, so that you won't go forward in God. Come on, come on. That's an excuse to keep you bound. Mm -hmm. You have to remember the enemy uses any kind of trick to keep you at bay so that you won't go out and be effective for God. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he will use you against you. Yeah. Amen. And, and you think that God is not in touch with you. Isaiah 53, verse 4, and then verse 11. He says in 4, surely he has borne our griefs. What do you, you got miseries, heartaches, woes, and pains. He took care of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he took care of that. Mm -hmm. It's unnecessary to keep yourself in grief. Come on, preacher. I lost it, and this was, and I lose it. Get over it. Yeah. You can't change your yesterday. Amen. You can't change what happened yesterday. You have to live in today and go forward. When I was going through with my son, just lost him a year ago, and I was hurting, I was like, God, I'm tired of hurting. What's the matter? He said, everything you need is in front of you. Mm. You have to let go of your past. Come on. Enjoy what you had and what you didn't have. You can't get it. Life, go yes, yes. Life goes on. We uh -uh. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You got to know how to be happy in God. You got to know how to praise him. When the enemy feeds your mind or floods your mind with griefs and sorrow, you just need to break out in a praise. You got to learn how to free yourself. You got to start praising God when you don't feel like praising God. You got to lift your holy hands and bless his holy name. Hallelujah. The enemy doesn't want you to praise God. He wants you to wallow in your sorrow and your grief. And Jesus said, I bore that. I took care of that. I already handled what you're going through. Every pain that you feel, I felt it for you. Somebody ought to bless you. Amen. And he carried our sorrows, mm -hmm. disappointments. You might have not expected it to happen, and it happened. He already carried that disappointment. Mm -hmm. He already carried that woe. He already carried your regrets, your worries, your troubles, and your griefs. Mm -hmm. So we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Mm -hmm. What are you saying? Yet it was our weaknesses. He carried any area that you're struggling in or struggling with. He already took care of that. On, so we don't have any struggles for real. Amen. We don't have anything to say, well, I'm trying, Lord, I'm doing the best I can. What is the best you can? <laughs> if you do the best you can, you're not doing anything. <laughs> and y'all don't like me today, but I love you. I'm telling you, I love you. <laughs> Anything that limits you or your thoughts keeps your attention and drags you along in life mm -hmm. with guilt, it is carried to the cross already. Mm -hmm. right. Already. Mm -hmm. 
kingdom. That's just to let you know mm -hmm. that you are not exempt from going through. I don't know where in your Bible you read that when you come to Jesus, everything going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Everything is peaches and cream. Everything. It isn't. The, the difference between the world and us going through is the fact that we have peace in our going through. Come on. We have peace on the inside. But the moment you step out of the outside of your peace, mm -hmm. you're going to drown. Amen. It's what the, what does the boat need to move? Water. It needs it on where? The outside. The moment that thing that causes it to float and to glide and to get by gets on the inside, it begins to sink. Come on, and this is what God is saying. Guilt I released you from, but you keep acting as if you need to pay him. Yeah. You can't pay him. Yeah. He paid a debt that he didn't owe. We owe a debt that we can't pay. Come on. So you have to do like this. I'm sorry, but I got to keep going. Amen. Come on. It was our sorrows, sicknesses, and diseases that weighed him down. Mm -hmm. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God. How many of you think that your troubles is a punishment from God? Mm -hmm. Because the first sign of trouble, you go and say, Lord, what did I do? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. It's not that. It's the fact that God can trust you. Amen. You keep saying, do God love you? You want to know how he loves you? As much as you are going through. Got big trials? Got big tests? God say, I love you. He said, this is my love. Why? Because even through the things that you are going through, he keeps your mind, he keeps your heart, he keeps you steadfast, you become unmovable, you find yourself always abounding in the work of the Lord. There's no time to quit because you're going through. Come on. I'm going through like you're supposed to sit down. I'm going through. Pray for me. Pray for yourself. Come on. Get up and go through. Going through is not sitting there. I know through. That's not going through. That's being stuck. And that's where the enemy wants you because you don't realize your best place in life is on the battlefield. God loves a good rumble. Your problem is you like, hey, wait, don't hit me too hard. He's going to bust you upside your head. Your adversary, he hates you by all means necessary. And he will use you against you to keep you from doing the will of God. Oh, somebody say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Y'all playing games. I ain't playing. Amen. <laughs> he shall see of the travail. That's the 11th verse. He shall see of the travail. The struggle of his soul and shall be satisfied. Mm -hmm. God sees his son struggle, carrying the cross. Before he started carrying his cross, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he prayed and said, Father, remove this bitter cup from me. And in need of somebody to pray with him or for him, he comes back and finds his friends asleep. 
I come to tell you today, when you're on your journey, you're really on your journey. Yeah, it's not a we journey. They'll start off, like, we going to do this, and we going, we going, I mean, we can do it. We can do it. Yes, I can. <laughs> and you know how long they become we? As long as everything is looking good. Come on, come on. So true. <laughs> Look at we. As soon as a storm arrives, as soon as troubles show up, something knocks at your door, something falls over. Oh, but I'll be right back. I'll pray for me while I run out here because I'm coming back. I mean Jesus all the way. And you find yourself yet standing and standing alone. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. Mm -hmm. Jesus already justified us. Yes, Y'all keep putting nooses around your neck and jumping from chairs. <laughs> That's crazy. Why try to kill yourself when you're supposed to be free? Mm -hmm. The word of life is inside you. I'm going to tell you why you want to kill yourself. Because <laughs> you put the word of God in you. You read that word. Yes, I was reading my word. You just read it. Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh, now this feels so troubled. Hmm. I wonder why. I'm giving up. I'm under fight. Because you know why? That word is alive. Mm -hmm. And it's inside of you. And you got word inside of you and it's dormant. Mm -hmm. And it's causing trouble because it starts to wiggling. And it want to get out and you... Mm -hmm. Somebody come by and need you. Mm -hmm. You're so down in the dumps that you don't realize that live word is eating you up. Yeah. It got to come out. That's why you have so much trouble in your yard, in your yard. In your heart, in your mind, you feel like you're confused. I don't know what I'm talking about. Because if you don't put that word of God out, if you don't use it for the benefit and send it out for somebody else, it's going to kill you and kill you alive. You want to die with the word of God. You ever seen somebody in the church for years and sit in the same seat? Same place, same attitude, same disposition. You come over there to help them get away from it. And you're like, oh, is that Jesus? All that good word on the inside of them and it's killing them alive. So many. I've never seen so many elderly, mean folk in the church. You see them in the store, they got their tam on, dresses all the way down, covering their, their shoes. <laughs> Collar so high, look like they got a lifted up head. And, and they sit there looking like, look, look like, hey, like, what's the matter? Like, you're like, you looking like, oh, hallelujah, how you doing? I'm like, ooh. It makes you afraid to say anything to them because they are dying. So bitter. It's like Jonah who sat by the tree. He had more compassion on a juniper tree than he had for the souls in Nineveh. And when God allowed the worm to eat up the juniper tree, he was angry with God. God said, 
Could you have more compassion on something I that, that's something that was covering you more than something that I need to be for a worldwide example? Wow. You better watch where you sit. Mm -hmm. You better do something with that word because you're going to act retarded. You're going to be a killer in your own house because mm -hmm. you're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. You put yourself in a box and you start taking care of things that should not be taken care of by you. Amen. You're interfering in everybody else's business mm -hmm. and you're not handling the business of God. Amen. 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 I have to say amen. 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 That's why, that's exactly why you're troubled. That's exactly why your flesh speaks every now and then just pop up and say stuff. Because you're not doing anything to combat that thing. You're not doing anything to make it stay quiet. To make it be still. You're not working for the Lord. You're working for yourself. You got to get something out of it. Anytime you have to get something out of the work of the Lord, you're going to miss God's work. For he shall bear their iniquities. Mm -hmm. Anything that you've done wrong, Jesus bore it already. Yes, he does. Isaiah was talking about he's going to bear it. He's going to take care of it. He's going to handle it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have to straighten anything out. God got you. Mm -hmm. People don't like to be submissive to God. They be submissive to everything and everybody else but God. Come on. They can do whatever they want to do. And then when God tell them not to do something, they can justify why they can do it in front of the almighty God. I can't understand that. But somebody ought to sit me down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Second Corinthians 5.21 this is who you are. He, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. So if Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin for us, why are we sinning? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I was looking for a uh, Why are we in a, in a state... Of constantly repenting. Mm -hmm. In Hebrews the sixth chapter, when you read it, when mm -hmm. you get time, Hebrews the sixth chapter starts off saying it's first to four for six words. It's in there, Hebrews six. I, I guarantee you, it's telling you stop repenting on doing the works of the beginning again. And I forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Come back into my heart in Jesus' name. And you turn right around like a dog. Who just vomit, yeah. ate his stuff back, yeah. and sit back come and uh, he get it. Uh, uh my hand. Just like a sauna, got washed, got clean, go right back out into the mud, wallow all up in it again, come back to the altar, Lord, he give me uh oh my sin. The Bible says you ought to be laying hands on somebody. My God, yeah. come on. You ought to be delivering somebody else. You already know what deliverance is, but you refuse to go forward come anymore. On, come on, preacher. You're living under streams of guilt because sometimes people feel if they feel guilty, they feel in the power of God. Mm. That's not always so if you keep doing the same thing over again. It's because you consciously are doing the deeds of unrighteousness and willingly.
my God. Come on, evangelist. God never aims to lose. Come on, preacher. Well, First Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self, who his own self, mm -hmm. bear our sins in his own body mm -hmm. on the tree that we, being dead to sins, mm -hmm. should live unto righteousness. How can you sin? Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> Everybody say it. Mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. Got the Holy Ghost? Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. And I dare you to say no. If you receive Christ as your personal Savior, yes. you have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We were taught years ago, you ain't getting you ain't got that. You ain't got that. You got to get down there all the time. You got to tear it. Hallelujah. Thank you, 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 you, say thank you long enough, you're going to be singing a song. That don't mean you have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Sure don't. When you receive Christ, you receive all of him. He said, when you receive him, you have become complete. Amen. So I'm going to knock your struggles out. Amen. I'm just struggling. I'm, I'm just a pilgrim. I'm passing through this troublesome land. No. You're a pilgrim. <laughs> troubled in this land. Mm -hmm. You ain't got passing on your mind because you think you're going to stay. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm in love today, y'all. Mm -hmm. God, I thought it was an easy message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, I got this message right after I preached the other message. I said, mm -hmm. I'm ready. I just don't think y'all ready. Mm -hmm. Your problem is you want to stay stuck and call come it God. Come on, come on. So I felt the Lord speak to me today. What did he say? Come out from amongst them and be you. Say, he been said that. Amen. <laughs> the Holy Ghost in you will not allow you to sit around certain people with certain things. So true. So true. You don't need the word to read for that to find that you're supposed to come out. It's the Holy Ghost in you because remember, when you receive Christ, you received his spirit. The only way he manifests himself or you begin to speak in tongue is because you become filled up more with him. Mm -hmm. I want to speak with the whole the tongue. You're going to speak if you get filled up. You got to put a whole lot of junk out. You got to do some cleaning. Amen. You got to do some spring cleaning, summer cleaning, winter cleaning. You got to do some fall cleaning. You got to do some all that kind of cleaning. Mm -hmm. And after you do that clean, you got to go back and re-clean the, re the stuff Amen. you clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but people don't want to go before God and be clean. They want to be used just as they are. Uh -uh. God don't want you as you are. He just said, come as you are. And while you are coming as you are, he is changing you from who you are. Amen. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. I'm saying, I'm preaching and you saying amen. Hey, man. I keep telling you, I'm going to go through so much in front of y'all faces that y'all going to have it impossible to get into heaven any kind of way. Amen. Bless you. I'm going, to go, I'm going through some stuff. But I ain't putting my guns down. Amen. Fully. Lord, you better stay on the on the battlefield and be ready to go. Amen. Amen. People quit. How you quit, dog? Come on, come on, come on. How do you quit? Wait a minute, God. I'll, I'll be back. I'll, I'll check back with you because I'm going through. What are you going through? Mm, mm, mm. What are you going through that Christ hasn't gone through for you? Come on. Come on. Amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on preacher. 
Upper room, EOM, a place where the hurting, depressed, hopeless, frustrated, discouraged, and confused can find love, acceptance, encouragement, and guidance. Amen. In the word of God, you will find love, acceptance, encouragement, and guidance. Yes. In the spirit of God, you will find love, acceptance, encouragement, and guidance. Come on, In the man. presence of God, you will find love, acceptance, encouragement, and guidance. Amen. It's not enough just to come to church. Come on. It's not enough just to come and sit in the pews. It's not enough. Come on, Richard. You gotta go home and lay it out before God. You gotta stop running. Come on. Let me share this with you. The Lord spoke this to me, and I said it in Sunday school. He said, the thing that you are running from is the thing you're going to run into. Amen. Amen. We talk about the man in Amos who ran from a, a, a bear and ran and, mm -hmm. and closed the door and ran from a snake and it bit him. Mm -hmm. He wasn't running from the bear. He wasn't running from the snake. He was running from death. Mm -hmm. And it caught him. It's the thing that you run from. It's the thing that you're going to run into. Yes. So you got to stop thinking that you 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 are right running. I ain't got to deal with it. God wants you to deal with everything that's set before you. Come on, come on, come on. Why? One thing he said, put on the whole arm of God. Mm -hmm. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, your loins girt about with truth, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, your shield of, of faith, and the sword. So put all that stuff on. Stand. Just stand. Mm -hmm. He said, what? Because when the enemy comes and you standing in truth, he come, you put the shield of faith up. You block him from attacking you. Mm -hmm. He tell you, what the fuck? That's too uh, That sword is your word. You got to read it. Amen. You have to absorb it. You have to let it work in you. You want to find it is a two-edged sword. It will cut you. Mm -hmm. Your problem is you don't want to bleed out. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. See, when you bleed out, you're going to get somebody else's blood. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I ain't talking about man's blood. You're going to get the blood of Jesus. Amen. It's going to run in your veins. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. All right. So 1 Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self he bare our sins in his own body on the tree, mm -hmm. that we, being dead to sins, not sin, but sins, should live unto righteousness mm -hmm. by whose stripes you were healed. Mm -hmm. All that he did for you, you're healed from your sins. Come on, please. Those past things you used to do, they can't have a place in you now. Amen. You have the blood of Jesus running on the inside of you. Amen. Don't think you're percolating by your own blood. Amen. No. Maxwell House, good to the last drop. No, it's the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The second thing we need to talk about is this thing called shame. Mm -hmm. What is the spirit of shame? Shame is the painful emotion that is caused by a consciousness mm -hmm. or awareness of guilt. Mm -hmm. Watch this. I got a grandbaby, a great grandbaby. 
she won't go to the bathroom unless she feel like it. I said, do you have to go to the bathroom? She tells me, I'm not ready. My daughter's granddaughter. She says, I'm not ready. When I say this girl is intelligent, she knows what she wants, what she's talking about, I mean, ABC, all, all, all mm-hmm. that. Tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like mashed potato, I like potato salad. <laughs> but tells you she's not going till she's ready. <laughs> so, uh, so I asked her, she stayed with me last weekend. I said to her, I said, you got to go to the bathroom. And she kept passing gas. I said, baby, you got to go to the bathroom. I'm not ready. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, you can pass it on the grandkids, great grandkids. You ain't got time all there fighting. Like, so she went to the bathroom and she had to go. I said, ooh, you went to the bathroom? Shame. She went in here. I'm going to go home. I'm with my mommy now. Oh, your mommy ain't coming for that. <laughs> your mother is not coming for that. She come for you, but she ain't coming for that. Shame. Mm. Nobody had to tell her to hide or it was wrong. Shame. And that started in the garden. Come on. Good teacher. Good teacher. Shame. She was like, uh, you going to change me? I said, I have to. She said, don't make the water hot, make it cold. I said, why? It's going to burn. It's going to burn. I said, you know what? You're not going to fight. So she stayed the night, put it in the bed, pamper, woke up dry. I said, that's proof right there. You can go to the bathroom because you can hold yourself all night. We get up. I said, you got to go to the bathroom? No. I said, guess what? You don't sit on this toilet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She's like, yeah, I don't want to sit there. I don't want to sit there. Yeah, yeah. I want to get out. I said, no, we're going to sit here and talk. Yeah. Show sure no, she went to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I had a party. Yeah. She's looking at me like, what is wrong with her? I'm just trying to show you, just as short as shame drops in, we got to learn how to encourage somebody else that's going through the rim of shame. Bless you. Yeah. So shame is a painful emotion that is caused by a consciousness or awareness of guilt. It's failure or indecency that often results in the paralyzing conviction and belief that one is worthless, of no value to others or God, unacceptable, altogether deserving of hatred and rejection. Look where he puts us. how we 
encourage one another in this walk. Just because you were wallowing in sin does not make you any greater of a theft for God because you did thus thou and they. You know what God said to me? I backslid for three months. I'm out there, everything happening to me. I'm like, I can't stay out here. Something wrong. God drew me back in. He said, you know what your testimony going to be? I can keep you. <laughs> you can't get a testimony like Joe and Matt. Your testimony is your testimony. And my testimony is not to make you feel bad because you did thus, thou, and that. Amen. I'm no greater or have no greater privilege than you in God. I might tease you and say I'm his favorite. Because <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, you still got something going on with you and God. Something, something. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So things you should know about shame. Shame was founded in the Garden of Eden. Go to Genesis 3 and 7. And the eyes of them both were opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. After Adam and Eve disobeyed God's command not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, mm -hmm. they now had a sufficient discovery of their sin and folly. Mm -hmm. They understood when he said, your eyes will become open. Mm -hmm. He told them, you shall surely die. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to die? To be separated from life. Anything that has life and you are not a part of it, you are now considered dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what was the consequences? Confusion and shame were engendered. Mm -hmm. Because innocence was lost. Mm -hmm. And guilt contracted. Shame then instructed them to cover up their sin. Mm -hmm. yeah. As it will also instruct you to do the same. Mm -hmm. Do something wrong, you can tell me. Feeling bad, yeah. You ever burnt somebody clothes? <laughs> it's not on purpose. And you're so, ooh, and you're trying to cover it up. And you're looking like, oh, put some water on it. <laughs> trying to do everything you can mm -hmm. to get that iron print out yeah. with that one hole you know that one circle that iron print mm -hmm. and you're like oh because you caught it in the nick of time before all the rest of the holes got attached to that material mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well that's the way we are in God when we do something wrong instead of admitting that we've done something wrong we're trying to cover it up you know, you know like David Uriah had him on the front line, sent him with the note in his hand, mm -hmm. told him to give it to Josiah. When you get him, when he read it, he said, put Uriah on the front line. Mm -hmm. Put him on the front line and draw back. He feel like, ah, I got the problem out the way. Now I can take her and say she's my wife and we just got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. 
Your anointing will not allow you to cover up sin. Right. God Almighty. You're too anointed. That's why you sit there shaking in your shaking in your boots. What am I supposed to do here? What am I gonna do? Just repent. Be honest. What God loves most is honesty. But sin loves to cover because it wants to do more sin. The Bible is right. He says you're left, you led by your own lust and enticement. That's what you want to do. That's really what you want to do. You, I find this out when people get to the top, and they're well known and worldwide known, and they fall down at almost at the end of their journey. It's because that thing that they never dealt with before they got to the top is going to pull you down. That's why every time you get to a place and something wrong show up in your life, you own that wrongness, admit to it, and confess. And once you confess, it's no longer tied to you. Come on, come on. But as long as you keep going and you got dibs on dirt, you're going to be dirty. I don't care how many times you pick that candy up off the ground and kiss it up to God. You eat you gotta eat dirt before you die. That's too much dirt. You gotta watch eating the stuff off the ground now. All the stuff in the air. How did I get uh COVID? <laughs> kissing it up to God and that's what we do we take our sins and kiss it up to God instead of asking him to forgive us of these sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness we continue in our road and call it God God knows my heart he knows it yes it's deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it but God Shame will never allow you to own up to your wrongness. Mm. Wow. Because now you're embarrassed. Am I right? Do something wrong. You're going to get embarrassed. Mm. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I couldn't believe I did that. Oh my goodness, I said that. Instead of going back around here and saying, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I got to forget my son EJ. I took, but it was my fault because I told him he kept complaining about his third grade teacher and she was doing stuff and she kept doing stuff to him and stuff. And I was like, hey, go on, she'll put her hands on you. It's all right. I can't run up there every five seconds for something. Well, what did he come back and tell me? She hit me. Here <laughs> 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 comes Supermom. Oh, you, I didn't hit your son. You, you, he said you hit him. I, didn't know. I, I know you don't like him because you told me you don't like him. She told me that. I don't like boys. Well, he's a boy, so I, I, you know, you can think you jump the gun because you think you're right. Yeah. Oh, we tore their school up around West Oak Lane. <laughs> and I pulled my son, I went to the meat store, I told him to come in the store, he's like, uh-uh. I said, come on in the store with me, because I'm going to get to the truth. Because I kept seeing his eyes shifting, you know your child, yeah, stop lying yes, for him. Yes, yes. You know when your child lies. So we go in the meat store, we go in there, and I'm going there and I said, um, did she hit you? Yeah! <laughs> I'm like, hey, we're going to end it right here. You got to tell me the truth, 
or you're going to live with that lie the rest of your life. And it's going to want you. Because you're tearing down somebody else's character. Mm -hmm. He said, I said, did she hit you? <gasps> no. Packed him up in the car, told my husband, let's go back around to the school, the same school we turned out and go back and apologize. Amen. Why? Because if you, was, if you were big enough to start it, you got to be big enough to finish it and do it the right way. Amen. Amen. So it taught me not to believe everything my children said. Amen. I mean, are you sure? I ain't going up there doing that one no more. You sure now? But, but, but it teaches you. Do the right thing. You know what I showed them? Integrity. I showed them how to be who you say you are. If you're in righteousness, you're not going to always do everything right. Amen. And Jesus knew that. And that's why he said you have an advocate with Jesus Christ, the righteous. If any man error, you have an advocate. In other words, you have a right to say, I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, God knows I, I ain't mean on him. No, tell him. You don't want to walk around with that over your head. That's where shame and guilt rides you for the rest of your life. And then you start doing other things, bobbing and weaving and thinking you can get out. Now you're picking up a bag of 20, it ain't 25 cents no more, 69 cent bag of chips, and you had $3 in your pocket to pay for. Because you never got rid of the first sin, so that takes you into deeper sin, stuff that don't even mean anything. It become meaningful now. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. However, it will also encourage you to cover up, to make something look as if it has never happened. Jesus did not come to cover up our sins. He came to justify us. He knew we were wrong. Mm -hmm. Our end was doomed because the Father made a statement. Mm -hmm. The day you eat from this tree, you shall surely die. Mm -hmm. What he actually was saying, I wrote it down. He said, the day you bow to another God, mm -hmm. you will have his attributes. Mm -hmm. What were Satan's attributes? Kill, steal, and destroy. Sin, wrong sin, take over, guilt, shame, make somebody. He was ashamed of what he'd done. That shame fell down with him and now it roams the earth. People are guilty of crimes and they commit another crime so that with that, if I'm going to go down, I might as well go down all the way. Foolishness. The enemy is riding them. You think that they're doing something? No, they're being driven. Mm -hmm. It's just like God drove them out of the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. He drove them out of his presence. Come on. And if you're not in the presence of God, you're in the presence of his enemy. Come on, yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. He took the blame that we would be set free from guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. So if you're walking around guilty from something you've done, you may need to free yourself. You need to tell yourself, self, and they need to say, whom? <laughs> I did such and such, but guess what? Jesus paid the debt because I confessed my sin to him, and now I'm cleansed, and I am no longer tied to guilt. The worst place to be is under the rim of guiltiness. You know you're wrong. Tell the truth. You know what you're doing is wrong. Just tell the truth. Help yourself. You're not helping me. 
You're helping yourself. Mm -hmm. Shame can arise from other sins against us. Shame is commonly found in victims of abuse. Shameful and sinful acts committed against a person leaves one more vulnerable to shame. It's not uncommon for a victim of sexual assault to feel more shame than the perpetrator. The person that did the damage to them, they don't feel anything. But the one that had it done to them feels so bad, feels shameful. Now, Tamar, who was raped by her brother Amnon, who then expelled her and said he wanted nothing to do with her. Can you imagine how he was longing for her? I just want to be with you. I love you so much. I just love you. And after he'd been with her, he wanted nothing to do with her. She walks away mourning, cloaked in shame. 2 Samuel 13 and 19 says, And Tamar put ashes on her head and ripped her garment of divers colors that was on her and laid her hand on her head and went out crying. Mm -hmm. Tamar's robe seated that she was the king's daughter and her colors worn spoke virgin. Mm -hmm. Her whole life was turned upside down. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that you have been molested and taken advantage of by other people. And you feel so bad for yourself that you find yourself in guilt and in shame. Mm -hmm. That when you walk by the perpetrator, you sit there with your head down. Mm -hmm. As if you caused it. Yeah. Because you have to realize your adversary wants you to feel guilty. Come on, preacher. Yeah. Wants you to be responsible for something that you didn't even cause to happen. Mm -hmm. Think about what the enemy does. Mm -hmm. He sets you up to destroy you, and now he makes you feel like you are responsible. Mm -hmm. Oh, help us in here, Holy we didn't have all, we didn't all come from a, a silver platter home. Silver dishes and guards and everybody standing by our door protecting us. We didn't come from that setting. You came from a place where daddy got in the bed with the daughter. Mother got in the bed with the sons. The aunt took advantage of the nephew. It was Freaky Friday. And you had no other alternative but to join in unwillingly. And after the enemy has set you up and deprived you and taken things from you that rightfully should not have been taken from you, now he leaves you with the spirit of guilt. How what do I do here? Then you ask yourself, who will want me after all of this? God says, I do. You're a jewel. I'm going to polish you. I'm going to fix you up. I'm going to set you out and let the world see you. That you're not bruised any longer, but you're healed. You've been delivered. You've been set free. I called you as my very own. Yes, it happened. My eye was there. I saw it. But I knew what I was going to make out of you when you got up. 
When you began to call me, I knew I was going to clean you up. Mm -hmm. I was going to heal you above your enemies. I'm going to set you up and set you out there and let them see who you are. Hallelujah. 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 You've been living too long in sin. You've been living too long under guilt. Letting shame write your next ticket. Let me say what you can have and what you can't have. But I come to tell you today, will the Son of Man have set free? It's free indeed. He freed your mind, freed your heart.
Don't let them push you out of the arms of God. 
When God called you to work, you work it until God moves that thing out your way. Don't you quit now. Don't give up now. Don't walk away now. Hang on in there. Come on. then shook the earth mm -hmm. but now he has promised saying what yet once more i sh shake not the earth only come on but also heaven mm -hmm. Hallelujah. come on and this word yet once more signifies mm -hmm. the removing of those things that are shaking mm -hmm. as of things that are made mm -hmm. that those things which cannot be shaken may remain mm -hmm. did you hear that it's a whole lot of shaking going on, Come and on. God ordered it. He said, I'm not only going to shake in the earth, but I'm going to shake heaven. Anything that's not right got to come down. Come on, Richard. Hallelujah. We keep esteeming people higher than yourself. You keep looking at the people and bowing down, and they ain't got it together. But I'm coming to tell you, there's going to be a shaking Come on, Richard. Hallelujah. Oh, Glory to God. 
every need. I know what I'm talking about. You can be down to your last dime. Your lights can get cut off. Your gas can get shut off. If God has somebody right there with the money to turn it back on and tell you you don't owe me anything. All this stuff they got my dad, you gonna have tests and trials in God. They not telling you the truth. But I'm gonna tell you, live right, you still gonna suffer. Come on, come on, come on. You're not exempt for going through. The Bible says the same affliction that the world shall suffer, you shall suffer them also. But after you suffered a little while, come on, come here on. comes the grace of God. Hallelujah. Wow. He told Paul, he said, My grace is sufficient. You want me to move this and move that. Live, 
life in the abundance. Mm -hmm. Have you committed? Been hurt? Had disappointments? Oh, yes. Had days of not knowing? Mm -hmm. Have I made a decision to stay? You gotta make the decision to stay. Don't stay today, stay all your life. Don't come in and out of God. Stay with Him. Stay with Him. Nothing else to do. I just want to stay with you. You've taken all that you can take from me, Satan. You gotta put the stop sign up and say you take no more. You've done all that you could do to me. And you can't do anymore. What can he do to you? You got the victory. His whole purpose is to move you from the presence of God. Don't you move. Don't you move. Don't move. Stay there. He might be beating you up right now. In your mind and in your heart, making you feel that you're not worthy of the presence of God. But I come to tell you today, you are more worthy than the person sitting next to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. That's what God's going to do in you. That's what he want to do for you. Yeah. And I lose all your guilt and sin. You done been through everything. You done Yeah, yeah. 
evil work that set itself in that house. I call it out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Peace in our mind. Peace in our home. Peace in our room. Unity, God, with you and her. In the name of Jesus. You're going to praise them. You're going to praise them. You go and praise them. You go and praise them. You can't do this thing by yourself. God, I need you. I need you to move right now. I need you to move. Come on and sit down. Yes. You got to cry that God cannot ignore. You got to cry that God cannot ignore.
to bring the bread of healing we call this day. Despite my wish she's already healed, we call today that this body will function to the perfection in which God has created it to function. And we forbid any malfunction in the name of Jesus. Right now, God, do the work. Do the work in our heart. Do the work in our mind. Give our craving for your word. A craving for your presence. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, move, move, move right in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. That anointing that speaks. Let anointing so speak once a week. But it speaks every day, 24 hours a day. Every yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. Save her seed, her seed seed in the name of Jesus. Trouble many days and night about you. God have mercy. God be merciful unto her in the name of Jesus. Let that burden, that mother burden to them, that grandmother serve, lift it today, God, in the name of Every yoke, every yoke, every yoke of bondage. 
name of Jesus. Yeah. You have no power. You have no authority over her mind, over her body. In the name of Jesus, we find it up right now. In the name of Jesus, loose right now. Loose the whole. In the name of Jesus, you
be free.